0: Hello everyone and welcome back to another preview. We've got the Kennedy Oaks tomorrow. Very exciting day on the cards. Um, shows obviously powered by puntingform.com.au and Baggy Bet, our Baggy Bet app download and obviously gamble responsibly. Speaking of the weekend first for the Bloodstock crew, we had Keats winning the Peninsula Cup. Sunday, which was very, very exciting. And not only that, White Marlin, who he ran second to, coming out and absolutely blitzing them in the Mackers run yesterday at Flemington, looking like a great form line there. Um, obviously, if you want to get involved with any of the Bloodstock stuff, um, message Jono at the mailbag.com and he'll sort you out. I'm here with Rob, Shane, Jacko. We'll start with you. You were trackside yesterday. Obviously trackside Sunday as well. How was it?
1: Uh yesterday wasn't as enjoyable as Sunday. It was a uh it was a bloody rewarding day. Sunday took the two kids. Um it's a bit it's different. Like we watch the races, you know, from our caves all the time and on TV. And it's a bit different when you're on track and you know, you're worried where your kids got to or stuff like that. But in hindsight, like Rob, was was Keats ever losing that race?
2: never losing, unlike the, the, the thing in Japan, Equinox, that looked like it was going to get beat, but do yourself a favour, see. So I haven't seen that race race of the year. Shane, what do you think?
3: Um, yeah, he's... Uh... Did it lift your
1: spirits, which probably needed a bit of lifting there, what, halfway through the back end of Sunday?
3: No. Nah. Um, no, you can't. Kill what's already dead, and you can't lift the <laughs> either. I was dead Sunday. That was a dominant win, um, considering that you know, like, oh, he doesn't go when he doesn't go as good on heavy and all that sort of stuff. He was like, he was winning from after the first two hundred meters. Um, so yeah, it was like this pain-free, I suppose. But uh, he's got a big. Um, he's had a big ROI for owners. Gavin's done a great job with him. Um, when he when we bought the horse, I thought. Coming out of the factory that it come out of, he'd have to like start again with him, put him in the paddock and refresh and start again. But he just soldiered on and yeah, he's been enormous. And that was a, a nice win it's and interesting to see Kings where he goes next. And, um, and with 100 metres sure left be hard though, to go, Kinks at the Peninsula
1: Cup he'll pattern. get it. Kings By winning goes that, goes that race, we in into, uh, into the Cranny Cup. But there's another few, couple of other cups we might look at, which might be a little bit softer. So we'll just weigh up when they come. But, uh, uh, yeah, our first cup, we're on the board. So onwards and upwards. Now we look at a uh, third day, race eight, Oaks Day, third day of the carnival. It's rained while they've raced the first two days of this carnival. Um, I think we can give out our first full credit to the track. Gab, like it's handled, it's handled the racing and the rain pretty well, considering.
0: It has handled a lot, and I'm not sure what the weather's doing. Between now and then, if there is going to be a bit more, which may make it very, very sticky there, but as you said, Jacket has handled it well. And if we have a look at the Oaks, um, n- not a big field here, and and not a lot of um, not a lot sort of happening, if you ask me. Um, yeah, we'll
1: we'll roll the speed map up onto the screen now, and we're just before we started, Shane, Rob, and I all sort of had uh, varying opinions, and Gab's probably got another one too. This is my speed map. I think it's tricky to, to map these horses when they're stepping out to a, like a really foreign trip for them. You know, there's going to be some horses here they're not really confident about, so they definitely don't want to lead. Um, but I, I thought uh, Pavitra and Zenzella would be the, the sort of first two in the running line of those that can win. But I think that I hope that St. crosses them and gives them a little bit of cover. Um, this would be race eight. So I, I, like, I've got them on the fence there, but I wouldn't be surprised if they sort of uh, angle off and the favourite she's extreme's got barrier one, which is probably from my research, the only negative.
2: Well, she is by a sprint sire an extreme choice. So she's possibly gonna be tested at the twenty five hundred. She might be way too classy. <laughs> the the ratings have got her way too way in front, twenty points clear. She to the best I'd ever seen last start in the spring championship and she started. Any
1: any alterations to that map, Shane?
3: Um, well, it depends. Um, I've I actually had um, renaissance woman going forward because um, surely the, the former world number one tennis player now horse trainer Bjorn Borg would have sort of watched that race at Randwick and said, well, I can't out sprint these. I'm going to have to outstay them, and I've got a really good staying filly, so I think they settle a lot closer. I would expect, and this wouldn't be out of Rachel's hitting zone either, would it? To roll forward, um, regardless of how fast they're going. Um, I've mapped it. I've mapped it settling first four um, because I, I think it's a really good staying filly uh, compared to these. So anyway, that's the only addition I had to the map um, from what you've got there yet.
2: She paraded super in the spring champions and I kind of like her here a little bit by American Pharaoh, a bit more stoutly bred.
1: Yeah. She started 20 bucks there though, in that same race with Rachel King. On. Oh,
2: you and your SP profile.
1: Serves so, me well. Gab, where we had to?
0: Well, I mean, for me, I'm, um, I absolutely know knock she's extreme my concern was the ground on the inside of the track there what it's going to be like by race eight on Thursday so I was sort of heading towards one that I've watched and I think this horse deserves like a break and and to, to run you know run really well and that's Queen Air. um she's been so honest her last two starts and I think she's just screaming out for for the 2500, uh, in my opinion. And um, yeah, just being barrier seven, going back, I think she will sort of get get to choose like a little bit further around on the track. Um, and I think the 750 is a good price. So I probably got her on top. Absolutely no knock, she's extreme. She's She ran super behind um, Sharp and Smart last start, but I just, yeah, search for that little bit of value there.
3: By and Queen Air, another eye catcher behind them. Um, yeah, i i looking around the favourite, I suppose, just because of, of the the obviousness um, of it. She does get the synthetic, still the first time too, Rob, as well as being by uh, the pony stallion Extreme Choice, who's about this high. Um, so she certainly has to overcome a few things. Plus, she's drawn gate one, should be on the worst part of the track. I I don't know how you go full credits to anyone for the way the track's raced. Like the track was like, (laughs) like it's barely held up. Please. Um, And in a race where there's a, like there's two distinct, um, different uh, form types coming out of the one race, if you like, out of that Zenzella race where they went extremely, where they went fast early, set a really good tempo. And then you had those, Horses that stuck on that tempo, Zenzella, um, per uh, pervitra sorry, um, you know, on speed and too strong. And then you had those like little, um, you, you had those sort of, you know, those get back sort of run on horses that looked okay to the eye that were more entitled, that were probably entitled to get past those two, um, you know, horses in Zenzella and Pervitra. um, if they couldn't get over them there, I don't know how they get over them here. I think the, the the key for me in this race is the tactics on Renaissance Woman. I think it's, a, as I said earlier, I think um, she's a staying filly who um, that sort of, I thought that run in the Ethereal at Caulfield sort of said that she, she'll go another lap the same speed and completely unwinnable, dead, like dead, but like brainless ride actually settled in front of. Um, she's extreme when they found their positions and then, um, and then Glenn like pushed forward and just took her spot and she's ended up last. And then I thought, I thought the ride on she's extreme was perfectly fine. Like from the, from where it drew, from where it landed and it's position in run and it was had every possibly, I thought, like uh, I thought he gave it a good ride. The the data will tell you that Glenn off for Tommy is a good thing. Um, uh I'm not too sure that she could have had any more chance. Yes, sharp and smart. Um uh, ran well in a derby. Um beaten by one of those camels that Waller touches on grand final day and they turn into champions. Like, like, how good is that? How good was that? Like it was a gun ride, sharp and smart in the derby. I think yeah. most people that I spoke to uh since have said like J Max not on that thing, it probably runs fifth, like gun ride beat um, nothing, beat nothing. Is that, like, is that the, you know, and obviously she's extreme with that, you know, big obvious flashing light run out of that spring champion versus a few horses here that can, they can stay a little bit. Um, Renaissance woman, obviously. And then that Zenzella, Pervitra coming out of that fast run race. Um, you could argue if you're giving, um, if I'm giving Renaissance woman a chance, you, you could say the same for Foxy Cleopatra. Yeah. Um, but Renaissance like woman tactically. I think can can like can can be can make this a staying test. And I think if they go forward on it and settle in the first four, which I think it will. I think it can definitely win and be overs. Twenty five hundred meter race is completely different, obviously, to the two thousand. You know, I just thought that she's extreme had its chance to sort of sit up, suck up, and sprint. Where I don't think it's going to get that chance here. Can I um... Bring back to the inside.
2: Just, just just, a bit of, uh, sort of student of the game narrative. Um, if you back the winner of the Wakeful uh, every year um, at better than, you know, they, it wins one in two, basically. And Zinzella has got J-Mac on, Wakeful winner. It's probably going to go around six bucks. So um, there's a reason to, you know, gamble responsibly there.
0: Jack, <laughs> yeah, what are you thinking?
1: Uh, I think she's extremes and moral. I think she gets a positive uh, jockey upgrade. I think the champions is a far superior form to the wakeful. Uh, I think like she gapped the Derby winner. She was as good a run or better than the second place horse in the Derby. She gets an upgrade in rider. She started half the price of Sharp and Smart in that race and like one-fifth the price of Renaissance mm-hmm. Woman in that race. Um, I think she'll start closer to $2 barrier one in a small field of fillies that no one knows if they can stay isn't an issue. Tommy Berry can put himself wherever he he wants. She has tactical speed, this horse, but a lot of these don't. Um, I think this is the easiest bet of all time. Uh, I think let's Frank, let's be Frank baby is the horse out of the wakeful that is a, a big price and can run a race from a good draw. Um, I think Zenzella was completely blessed in run, could well be again here, but won't have as much of it over uh, Parvitra as she had it in the Wakeful. I think they should be closer in price. Uh, I agree, Queen Air Gab was a big run and is a good horse, but like they haven't missed her in the market. Whereas let's frank, let's be frank, baby is still a huge price and got through a really, really heavy Flemington on Oaks and Oaks preview. Um, a while back um, there's a very heavy track that day so she's bomb proof if, if the rain does come I think she's the value player in the race but you yeah, like, don't think just bet responsibly she's extreme Like, will win the ace
0: alright well we can go probably to our top fives now if nobody else has anything to add there
1: so oh, no. Shane's Shane's top, top five number three Renaissance Woman number four Pavitra number one She's Extreme number two Zenzella, and number eight Queen Air locking that in Shane
3: yeah I'll t- as I said I've done the maps with Renaissance Woman settling first four um and being able to stay that's yeah I've said the rest that's it sticking to that
1: can you see the top fives, gab, or gab I've got them
0: yeah I've got them um. Oh, Jackson he's not on here, but he's um he's got Queen Air, she's extreme Zenzella, pervitra and Renaissance woman. I have got Queen Air, she's extreme. I thought I'd throw Flock, foxy Cleopatra in there. I think she's been um she's been really honest of late uh Zenzella and Provitra and you know yours, Jackson.
1: Mine, uh, I'm she's extreme from Queen Air, uh, Pavitra, Zenzella. I think I'll be the map horses that kick a little bit, and let's Frank baby the best roughy.
0: And Rob, I've got yours as Renaissance Woman on top. She's extreme, Pavitra, Zenzella, and as time goes by, I'm there is. Well. I
2: might I might change as time goes by to Queen Air if that's okay. I just looked at the breeding uh, and didn't do <laughs> any form at all. I thought the Deep Impact could run. Done well.
0: Absolutely,
2: that's a
1: allowed. Doesn't loud, do you. any form it's
2: uh, doing a bit of pedigree and analysis. No, well, and, and it's also just on, that on that the t- run too, Shane. what,
1: what? Yeah. We can't teach it.
2: Uh, and the time for Julia, yeah, Group One winner. Pretty sure it's a heavy track Group One winner as well. Um, she she was a, a, a so bred in the purple. Let's just say, oh, but no, big boy oh, stuff I'll,
1: that big brain stuff just to yeah, pull out Yeah,
2: Um. Anyway, yeah, Queen, queen Air. Yeah, I'll put that in for fifth. I'll, I'll, I'll dump the the blue blood.
0: That's all right. All right, and we'll have a look at our best and value of the day there in Melbourne. And I'll start with mine, which is race six, number three, Style. I think he's been really honest of late. I think he finds a race, as long as he handles the straight, um, that he can definitely win. Um, great third behind Bella Nipitina and then on to run a good third behind Paul Lely. Um I think this is a really good race for him to win. My value is going to be race three, number six, which is rock o'clock. I believe she won this race actually in 2020. However, she did have one more run under her belt. She wasn't hopeless last start at Caulfield. She usually sort of chucks in an average run and I expect her to be running really well here Um, and she's paying $8.50 there.
2: In- interesting um, that race that the the has got her carrying fifty six uh, kilograms yeah, yeah. with a hundred with a hundred and two rating, which is like a bit like she's extreme. It's nearly twenty points clear of the next horse. Goes well fresh that horse and on a soft track too. But yeah, I think I Ro- r- Uncle Chris's horse Roots is sort of can't be don't be any more impressive in going through the grades. Also handles the wet and it's got J So I think I'll, I'll be betting both of them in that race. Not a bad race to been responsible.
0: <laughs> and, Curls, uh, you've got race seven, number 14, Torrigine.
3: Torrigine, yes. Um, yeah. uh, just sort of gone. this is one of those um, country heat final bullshit things. Oh. Um, yeah. So I have uh, I just found, looked at some of uh, this horse's data, it's the last couple. It looks like a, you know, like a lovely progressive horse, that's going to appreciate um, getting up to a mile against, you know, horses that are going nowhere. Um, and I think it's a great price. I think it's well-placed. It's got a good gate. Gets the golf pro on, which is – he sticks. Um, but this is like, you know, some big-boy jockeys here. But um, anyway, I just thought it was a like just the obvious progressive horse in the race, and it's uh, I think it's a great price uh, at five fifty. dollars um, So I made it my best.
0: And your value, race nine, number one, Paris Dior.
3: Yeah, purely purely betting against um, the out-of-form James McDonald who went winless Tuesday, Uh, legless Tuesday, winless. Um, I read somewhere that, oh, if you put James on a $12 shot, it starts $5, some other bullshit. Um, He's human. Paris is a horse that uh, I've followed via Rob Scurry's Mounting Yard Mail in Sydney, who's uh, I know that he likes this horse. And um, race nine, Flemington, Thursday, sort of uh, rain-affected ground. She's a heavy track winner. Um, and Tommy's drawn to be nowhere near the fence because he's going to go up the inside on. She's extreme in the oaks and get it beat and then come out here and say, well, I better make sure I'm nowhere near the fence. Paris Dior from Gate 13. Uh, I think it's great value at double-figure odds.
2: I love her too, even though I hate her. Owes me about 40 units per steel. I, um, I, lo- I, lo- I love you. <laughs> but yeah, I think, um, yeah, I like the, <laughs> she's got the, the wide gate. Um, she's giving, you know, she, she might be had enough. Maybe she won't train on. She Maybe she was just a great two-year-old, but she's she's a, an absolute beast. I'll be very surprised if Jackson doesn't have her first or second in his numbers on looks. And um, yeah, I think at ten dollars she's my best value of the day. I'll I'll chase it until I, you know, maybe a bit like Eduardo. You know, there's gonna be a point where I say no more, but one more, <laughs> one more one more go up Paris Dior. you going
3: with that. I wonder if Greece gets a run. Uh like obviously it's second emergency there and like well in the market. So well, I just want to keep an eye on that one. Um and obviously J Mac would have to re- rock uh, ride the um I, I watched this thing. Um, I watched this thing on Twitter or something. Someone referred to it as the Killmore colours.
2: Killmore. Yeah. Killmore.
3: A, t- a tipping service. It was too. <laughs> you
1: don't miss anything, there. Yeah, you one of those. Like, if you have fifty
3: day. bucks on this, you can back it back on this, and you can have uh, this, and you can make eight bucks. <laughs> by my system. Dot <laughs> com. Sorry. Responsibly, he what's your, never, what's your best, Jack?
0: Rob, uh, my no. best. I oh, about Rob's, Rob's best. Himself. Oh, Rob, what was your
3: best? Paris, do you always value
2: uh roots in the same race? But I'm gonna have something on rock o'clock as well. But I just think roots is she's, she's a bit progressive. Um, Uncle Chris, she's lightly framed, it'll very, very
1: good, like, good at Mooney Valley through a heavy slot there, Rob.
2: She's, she's just she's a little she's a little she's borderline panther there's there's and she's just well put together i think i heard
1: uh odd. i heard.com um use your catchphrase again yesterday
2: that's okay you know it's a form of player, in the mail
1: you know?
2: it's good it's good it's fine um sir in that race another one for uncle chris wouldn't wouldn't surprise but she seems to have sort of had on the way down if he can bring her back up i, I won't be surprised but i'll be losing
0: and Dico, yours? I think
1: She's extremes are complete and utter moral. One of the easiest bets all week. I don't think you just need to bet responsibly, but it just ticks every box. And the value, well, while you guys have been dribbling a little bit there, I'm grade myself up a bit here, but I've gone with Troach in race nine, number six. Uh, I just think he's a big price. Nash goes on. Barrier one, a little bit of a concern, but we are down the straight. And if you remember, Rob, this is one of the greatest races of all time with Real Foundation Race for the mailbag when we found.
2: Um... I remember, I don't remember. I was in the car picking up the kids. I didn't get on. Oh. The, it, it, it was so sick. It was... What
1: horse was, was it? It was Hugh Bowman down the inside fence. It was,
2: it was, it was, a, it was yeah, I, I've forgotten the name of it, but it was, it was in the um, Lloyd Williams Cup with a when that one at number 23. I can't remember. We'll, we'll remember as soon as the show's over. Uh,
1: Yes, Gab, my best is Troch in race nine, number six, for Nash and James Cummings.
0: Wonderful. Well, hopefully we found a winner there for Kennedy Oaks Day. I'm very much looking forward to it. And anyone going out, enjoy the day. Hopefully the weather's a bit nicer than Tuesday. with um, will the top a lot higher than 14. So thanks, everyone, for joining us. Anything else from you lot?
1: Uh, Rob, where are you betting next, please? Mailbag.com.au, download that app. And you are gambling responsibly if you download that app and you bet race-to-race mounting up mail.
2: Yep, uh, we're at uh, Rose Hill on Saturday. So, yeah, no, nothing on Wednesday. Um, Saturday, back to Rose Hill. Looking forward to it.
3: And Shane? Uh, fresh off a complete domination Melbourne Cup day. Um, <laughs> he happy with himself. I oh, oh, mean, Bailey, uh, we... Bailey and I. Bailey and I were a bit <laughs> stiff on Saturday, um, and then we bounced back yesterday. Uh, Dooman Saturday amongst the usual stuff. Um, Dooman Gold Coast to just have to try and get past the fact there's only one Mashani horse in the two-year-old this week. What are the narrative riders going to write about Brisbane this week?
1: Gab, have you got a bet for us? Another bet out? What?
0: Oh, uh, Ipswich. Uh, what have we got? Ipswich tomorrow, race one, number. Two a a nice little horse that's won two trials really well, beat a beat a smart one in roll up. It's come out and won again, so I really like like that horse. So
1: make sure you're listening, guys. She's been on fire. Tip Gold Trip, your best one the other day. Sort of carrying the boys at the moment. We need a lift, guys.
3: Oh, I'm pretty great. Well.
2: I'm pretty wrong. Right. No, not, This yeah. is my first show in like weeks. Well,
3: me, me and Rob are on the set, sitting here on the show. We haven't lost on the service. Months long, it's not funny. You know we've got a lift. Christ. All right.
0: Thanks, <laughs> Have Thanks. a great Day, guys. Bye for the.